Hello and welcome back to Melon Buffet. I'm Tara. And I'm Charlie. And we're here with a little preview of Series 9, is it? I lose track all the time. Yes, 9, 9. Going to be airing this week, so we thought we'd just come in with a little mini episode where we would talk about what we've been up to and the new cast and just uh, get ready for the new series. So what's going on with you, Charlie? Um... Not much. Um, well, I can't remember. When was the last time we'd done one of these? I mean, was it July? Uh, it's, yeah, it's been a while. The end of the last series, we were talking about doing some stuff in between. Yeah, but, but we're lazy. And we just kind of, <laughs> then, then we never got around to it. It's a combination of laziness and life. Yeah, and, yeah, well. All right, so you've had uh, The Fringe. Yes, that's, uh, we had The Fringe for three weeks, yeah. It was insane. Well, it was good, it was good. Like, I didn't get to see it as much as I would like to, but you never do. But um, yeah, I, I went through uh, every opportunity and I did a couple of shows myself, which I've never done at the Fringe before. So that was good. Um, That's awesome. I went to see a podcast getting recorded as well, which was nice. Um, cool equipment. We'll talk about that off air. Um, I went to see Insane in the Membrane getting recorded so that's rich mm-hmm. wilson he's a stand-up uh he t- it's based on men's well he, he says the jumping off point is men's mental health but it's always really funny and it's it's a massive hit so once you've listened to the all of ours go and listen to his as well if you like um it's really good really really good and now i'll link that in the show notes so you can find it i'm prepared i've got um links to send to you and everything this will never happen again <laughs> she did all her homework. I, on the other hand, yeah, I've done the minimum. I did all my but... homework this afternoon. <laughs> I haven't done anything before today. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been not been at the fringe. Been working. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing much else. Like I'm quite lazy. So how about you? What's been going on? Um, well, yeah, I've had a busy few weeks. I sent the young one off to college in New York. Well, to drama school. It's not like real college. She doesn't have to take any academic courses. Yeah. Um, college is like, but yeah, like so she's, uni. Like college for us is in between high school. Yeah. And yeah. Uni. Here at university. But she's going to a two-year conservatory where she's just studying musical theater. So she's just watching musicals then? And sing. Well, she's taking... Like her very first class last week, 9 a.m. on a Monday morning was tap dancing. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, yeah. So she's taking dance and movement and acting and she does have a couple like she's got to take like business for performers and like history of musical theater and things like that to qualify for the degree mm-hmm. but she doesn't have to take you know like math and, and english science and, stuff. and any yeah yeah, yeah yeah any of that any, any nonsense like, um, and, i don't know what the word is for it. it's not academic i guess is it? it's uh traditional subjects yeah core core subjects so yeah none of that nonsense she was adamant that she did not want to go to a school she's a really smart kid but she's just like me she fucking hates school (laughs) so she just wants to you know for two years tap dance her way through life and uh with her broadway dreams okay and then um i'm gonna give you a little um, life hack for um tap dancing that i saw at the fringe on the last night that i was there i went to see okay uh one of one of our favorites nick helm yeah, it was doing yes. like a musical tribute to B horror movies, and there was a bit in it where they, <laughs> nice. where they, they, well, you don't know what's happening until it's happening, but they do a bit of tap dancing, but obviously they haven't got tap shoes on because you know it's comedy, so they rolled out <laughs> two massive big rolls of bubble wrap <laughs> and danced on top of them, and it's the same <laughs> effect. It's fucking amazing. It was brilliant. I 
I think I saw him do that in one of his other shows. Maybe. Um, it's awesome. Uh, Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's called I Think You Stink. If you get a chance to see it, people go and see it. It's so... Like, I honestly didn't know what to expect. I love Nick. I love his stand-up and stuff. Um, and I just thought, oh, I love horror movies. I'll go and see this. And it's the be- one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's always fucking hilarious. Yeah. And it didn't talk unexpected. at all. There was no talking in it. It was all songs. It was amazing. Oh, that's great. It was awesome. I'm hoping, I assume there's going to be an album because he does often he is, yeah. I tweeted release him, an album. He, um, he, someone tweeted to him and asked about when he said that he's bringing out the soundtrack of it. He's doing an album as well of his own stuff, you know, like his own songs from his stand-up and things like that. But um, he, they're recording it next month, he said. So can't wait for that. Rob Kemp is in it as well. Remember Rob? Oh, him? nice, nice. Yeah. We got to see him last year. Did awesome. you see him again this year? Of or? course, yeah. Other than that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to see, he, his show was called Moonraker 2. Uh, it didn't have any James Bond in it, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> it was all, it was good. It's typical Rob. Like he's not like anything else, you know. Like you see, uh, at the fringe in, in terms of comedy and stuff. He's just co- completely unique. It was like a one man sketch show. Almost the best way I could describe it. Like he described it at the start as though it was it was that bit in between waking up. You know, like when your alarm goes off and then you put it on snooze and you go back to sleep. So that's mm-hmm. the way he built it, and it was just all mad, random Rob stuff. <laughs> oh, it sounds amazing! And he did some singing as well. So yeah, he was the, he's the perfect person for Nick to choose. One of them, there was a few of them, but he's one of the, the yeah, brilliant. Like yeah, I could see that. I could see that that they working well together. Well, you know, I I had my little brush with Hollywood this week. Yes, superstar. My, my big break here. <laughs> So it was it was pretty funny. It was a lot of fun. So you were you were being an extra in a TV show. You're allowed to tell us what the TV show was, or is it all secret? Uh, yes, it is going to be on. I, I mean, I have no idea whether it's going to be released in the UK. I'm assuming it'll eventually stream, but here in the US, it's going to be on the AMC network, um, and it's called Dispatches from Elsewhere. Um, I have no idea what the show's about. It sounds like very aliens. little information. It's going to be out sometime next year it's been created by jason siegel who was on how i met your mother and um forgetting sarah marshall it's been a ton of movies freaks and geeks if you go way back um richard e grant british actor he is one of the main characters and oscar winner and goddess sally field uh was in it and i got to breathe the same air as hers she sat a foot away from me yesterday so i was in awe of that i was gonna say did you get to meet any of them or did you just get to glimpse them no just got to glimpse them you're not really supposed to talk to the talent and all that but yeah so as an audience member in this scene we shot two very long days it was a lot of fun um so i'll probably be doing a little more of that work because it's uh you know, hey, easy way to make some money and uh, see th- how things work from the other side. It's pretty cool. And yeah, I agree with that. You should never talk to the talent, or at least I should never talk to the talent because I just make a dick <laughs> of myself. So I try not to. We just wind up embarrassing ourselves anyway. Yeah. Like, like obviously, you know what it's like at the fringe yourself because you've been. You see, I've seen lots of people from Taskmaster. Like I saw Phil Wang and Richard Osmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did I see? Obviously. Um, just not at shows like just hanging around like Phil Phil Wang I saw him from a distance and then I went to the loos and I came down the stairs and I bumped into him on the stairs and I had to say something to him because he was staring at me so I just went hey and then ran off (laughs) (laughs) 
And I went outside and went, I've just seen Phil Wang going for a piss. <laughs> well, it could have been a shit. I don't know. I didn't hang around. <laughs> well, and you know me, I went right up to Ed and yeah. Lloyd last year yeah. at Fringe, and I don't even care. Yeah, I because I even <laughs> I even talked to Ed because during his show that we had just seen, he made a comment about my <laughs> yes. atrocious laughter during the show. And I was like, yeah, I was like, by the way, I was the one with the atrocious laugh during your show. Because I don't care. I have no shame. <laughs> I'm American. We know this. Um, oh, he's cool, though. That's so, yeah. Cool. But he was great, so. So, speaking of Ed, mm -hmm. let's go. Let's get on with this new series. Yeah. So, uh, the contestants, obviously, they were announced a while back. I think they were announced right at the end of the last series. And we probably spoke about it, did we? Did we talk about it? I don't know. We talked about it very briefly, you know, and, and talked about our initial thoughts. But mm -hmm. uh, so we'll get into it a little bit more now, what we think of each contestant and. Oh, we're we supposed to have opinions. Kind of what we've learned. I just wrote down things I learned. Well, about we them. can. You don't have to have an opinion. <laughs> well, I should, but I probably shouldn't say my opinions to, on, and not about just them, about anything really. Well, I mean, we don't know them personally. I, I you know, I can't. No judgments there. <laughs> no, of course not. They're all awesome. They're on Taskmaster. They must be. So, series nine contestants. In case you haven't heard, and if you haven't heard, why you listen to this? Because you're obviously not a fan. Get off. Um, <laughs> series 9 contestants are David Baddiel, Ed Gamble, Joe Brand Katie Wicks and Rose Matafeo uh, me and Tara obviously we, we decided that this episode we would just do a little intro to each of the um, contestants and we tried to split them uh, so that both of us didn't have to do as much work so I had David and Rose and a little bit of Ed, and we were sharing Ed because we both look like him anyway, and we know about him. <laughs> and I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Uh, and Tara has Joe and Katie, right? Yeah. Although yeah. this afternoon, after I wrote all my notes, I was thinking, shit, did I really have these two? Have I done one that Tara has? Oh, I was just paranoid. But so the first, and it doesn't matter because my my research is atrocious, and I, you know, <laughs> well, mine's just based on the Wikipedia pages of each of the Pretty people. Much. So you know, you could save yourself listening yeah. to us and just we, go on Wikipedia. We use research like... <laughs> in the very loosest sense. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't have. To, well, I didn't. I thought we were gonna have, we were gonna do this tomorrow night, so that's my excuse. <laughs> That's what I told myself. Well, I've got plenty of time, but I'll, I'll leave everything. But I'll be minute. in New York tomorrow. Oh, so, are, you, yeah. are you going to visit the child? Well, I'm going with uh, one of my friends to see an exhibition. On, there's there's an Amazon Prime show called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel about um, Stand -up. a female comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a, she does comedy. and it's So there's an exhibition about that show. So cool. I got a couple free tickets to that. So we're going to see that. And since we'll be in the city, we will visit Marin. Um, Who's your friend you're going with? Uh, Jen. Jen. That's it. That's, yes. it. That's the only name check you're going to give your friend, huh? Not gonna say hi. That's or anything, it, no? Jen. Okay, hi, Jen. Uh, <laughs> She's not listening anyway. What sort of a friend I mean, is she? She thinks <laughs> she thinks I'm hilarious, but. She's not. But she doesn't want to listen to you. No, like she has enough in real life. She has to listen to me all the time in real life. She doesn't want to listen to me for like you know her leisure activities. <laughs> I don't blame her. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. Okay, everybody needs an escape. So yeah. All right, and this is ours. Um, okay. <laughs> so first contestant is David Badil, and uh, I did a little bit of looking into David Badil today um so i don't know how we're gonna do this because i've got loads of i'm really organized i've got bullet points and everything so he's, his name's david lionel Badil, which is you know 
interesting. He's 55 years old and he's an English comedian, writer and presenter. Uh, he's done loads of stuff. Like I started to write down all the things he did, but then I got bored because there's so many. Uh, well, bored, <laughs> lazy, more like lazy. I didn't get bored. He's managed by the mighty Avalon, um, who also manage the Taskmaster himself and his assistant, as well as a whole host of Taskmaster alumni. Is that the right way to say it? So, like, yeah, yeah. Russell Howard, Paul Chowdhury, Roisin Connolly, Dave Gorman, Al Murray, who. Just won't leave. Lou Sanders, Frank Skinner, Ian Sterling, Phil Wang, Joe Wilkinson, and up and coming uh, contestants Ed Gamble and Rose Matafeo. So there you go. Um, so David was born in New York. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did not know that. He only stayed there until he was four months old, though. Uh, and his dad was Melsh. Melsh. His dad was Welsh, and his mum was German. Um. And they moved to England when he was four months old and he grew up in North London. Uh, he studied English uh, and was a mi- at King's College in Cambridge. And he was a member of the Cambridge Footlights, like Joe Thomas was, wasn't he? Remember? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So he started out in comedy doing stand-up uh, and then he, he did some writing on the iconic Spitting Image. Do you how did that one? I guess was that, that was shown yeah, here. Yeah, I loved that when I was a kid. Uh, and his first appearance on TV was on Filthy Rich and Catflap, which is it was mm-hmm. one of the late great Rick Mail's programs. So you know, you can't get much better than that for a first TV pro uh, appearance. Um, then he did like a writing partnership with Rob Newman, uh, and then they both joined up with another two people, another writing partnership, Steve Punt and Taskmaster legend Hugh Desky Dennis, and they wrote and performed together for the Mary Whitehouse Experience on Radio One which was then picked up by Radio 2 for a bit. Uh, BBC 2, sorry, not Radio 2. And he'd done sketch shows with the, with his writing partner and he did tours with him, but then they split and then he met Frank Skinner, uh, who obviously we all know and love from Series 1. And they created mm-hmm. this thing called the Football Fantasy League, which is a TV about football. And that's where I stopped writing about that because football schmutball to me. I just don't <laughs> care. Um, they did fringe shows together. Um <laughs> And then they made this song called It's Coming Home, which is a sickeningly annoying English football anthem. <laughs> He's also written four novels on his own. Uh, I think they might be mm-hmm. comedies. I haven't read any of them. Sorry, David, if you're listening. He won't be. And he's written a children's no- novel as well, which... Uh... I was actually just looking. He's written six children's books. Uh, is he? Six now, is it? I know one of th- yeah. one of them has been, has been developed into a, a film, which he is writing and producing. Yeah, uh, I'm just actually just looking at stuff while you're talking. Yeah, now, I don't, like, wow. I don't know how up to date his Wikipedia pages. I don't know. This is where this all came from. <laughs> he's written his own sitcom, and he's written another film that was made into a musical, which he also directed. See what I mean? He's done everything, everything. Yeah. Uh, he's written on, he's written, produced, and directed loads of stuff in his time. And he's a very accomplished writer and actor. He's been on Little Britain, Skins, and Horrible Histories. He's been on loads of panel shows. He's fronted loads of documentaries. And he regularly presents on a podcast called The Penguin Podcast, which uh, he interviews other authors of books and things and asks them where their inspiration and what have you come from. Again, I've not listened to it, but I just learned about that today. He still does stand-up. Uh, he returned to it in 2013, and I think he did a big tour in 2016. He does loads of charity work, in particular for Humanist UK and Calm, which is the campaign for against living miserably. Uh, anyone, well, you all watch Taskmaster, you'll have heard of that because they talk about it on the Dave channel all the time. He also does a lot of work with the Alzheimer's Society because he, his dad suffered from that. 
Um, he's married to Mummy Pig from Peppa Pig, uh, also known as <laughs> also known as Morwenna Banks. Um, everyone knows Peppa Pig, yeah, they love it or hate it, depending on whether you're forced to watch it on repeat during the waking hours of your little moppets. Um, <laughs> I've not really watched it because I don't have any, and I prefer SpongeBob SquarePants to be honest. Um, he's got two kids. One called Dolly, who I think is just turned 18, and a boy called Ezra, who I think is around 15, 16. Um, he's a massive fan of Genesis and David Bowie. Um, what else did I write? Yeah, he describes himself as a fundamentalist Jewish atheist. I don't even begin to understand what that means. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, I because I, I think one of those, you know, Judaism is one of those things where it's part of your culture, uh-huh. even if you don't necessarily believe in it sort of religiously. Okay. Like, I, you know, I've grown up, uh, I would say, like, Catholic is so ingrained as yeah, being Italian, in an Italian, because I'm Italian, Catholic is kind of part of my culture, but I don't believe a fucking bit of it. Yeah. That's like that's like me being Scottish. Drinking is part of our culture, but everyone takes part exactly. in it. <laughs> I don't know anything about cultural it. appropriation. Well, it, no. you know, I'm sorry, but some stereotypes are true. <laughs> that one is. Um, not making myself sound good here. Um, yeah, I think that, that's pretty much the whole uh, massive list of bullet points that I wrote on David Patel. Um That's it. <laughs> All I right. Don't know. So who's next? Who's next right. in the so list? Who is next? Ed, isn't it? I don't... Well, Ed, I mean, we both love Ed. Yes, we love Ed. We know Ed. I've seen Ed live many times. He's a very, very funny guy. Well, and as I was just mentioning to you, I just found out that his stand-up special, which is called Blood Sugar, yeah. which is obviously a reference to his diabetes. Type 1 diabetes. Um, is on Amazon Prime right now. Mm-hmm. And it's basically uh, the newest iteration of the show we saw last year, Blizzard. Blizzard, is it? At the fringe, uh-huh. it's yeah, a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, it's changed. You know, it's just kind of morphed into that, but it's so fucking funny. And I was just watching it before we started recording, and I obviously had to pause it. He's hilarious. Um, but he's hilarious. I was, you know, I was looking at the uh, Amazon reviews. There's twelve. Well, there's thirteen now because I left a review. Because why not? And there was like one person was like, "Yeah, I don't know, not funny." Two stars. I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." Uh, fuck off. Like, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Like, you don't have to be horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody else was giving it, you know, yeah. four and five stars. So, so yeah. Like I said, my research is lacking. I'm basically, okay. you know, doodling through the. So um, me go first then. <laughs> Because I've done another Wikipedia you go first search. And, okay. You go first and I'll, uh, yeah. It's like a, I mean, I don't know what, what style I was going for with this shit, like, but I'll just give you a rundown. Edward Stevenson Gamble, 33 years old, from Hammersmith, brought up in South London and went to uni at Durham, alongside, I believe, Nish Kumar. Last place, Nish. Uh, <laughs> he used to co-host a brilliant, uh, this is not from Wikipedia, this is just stuff I know, a brilliant podcast, uh, Peacock and Gamble. Uh, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to that? I think I've sent you an episode now. I have. Yeah, I, I I know I have it on my list. Yeah, I think I've brilliant. listened to it a few times. Absolutely, they're, they're so funny together. And I think it, I don't know what year it was. Maybe two thousand fourteen. Maybe earlier. Uh, apparently, they won or, or they were touted as creating the biggest buzz at the fringe because they were they were mm-hmm. they took it up there and they were just interviewing loads of people. That's brilliant. Um, he's a regular on Mock the Week now. I think he's on there all the time. Uh, yeah. Anyone who's been a fan of Ed and Greg for as long as we have will know that he used to be a fatty and he lost loads and loads yeah. of weight. Um, he actually supported Greg on his first two big tours on firing cheese balls at a dog in the back of my mum's head, but you wouldn't know it was the same person to look at him because he's about 
a third of the size that he used to be. Um, well, and I imagine he, you know, probably did it for his health. Yeah, definitely. Being diabetic, exactly. it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, well, you know, you, you know, like the extras on Greg's thing where he says that they used to go and get something to eat after each show and they'd go back to the hotel and then he reckons, and Ed denies it, that Ed would go back out and get a full 12-inch pizza to himself to have after they'd already had their dinner. (laughs) Which I don't believe. I don't think Greg would let him eat it by himself. Do you? I don't know. Food is good. I think he'd he'd share it. He'd be like, give us a bit, at least. So, um, yeah, but now he's ran the London Marathon at least twice. Marathon? Marathon. I don't know why I said marathon. Uh, He's ran at least twice, maybe more. I don't know. Like Tara said, he's a type 1 diabetic, which he talks about quite a lot in his more recent stand-up. He does a lot of charity work for JDRF, and he puts on a gig. He's The past couple of years, he's been putting on a gig in Islington. I went to it this year, um, and all the proceeds he gives to the JDRF. He done the TV show Almost Royal. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. That's probably, <laughs> if, if he's known in America for anything, because that actually did um, yeah. air here on BBC America. It's on Netflix. It's so, on Netflix. yeah, it's on Netflix now, but it would originally air here on BBC America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was born to play that part, though. He's it so was it. it was hilarious. <laughs> it was really good. They were so good together. And yeah. it was. if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. Um, he's now doing another podcast alongside legend James A. Caster. <laughs> this one's really good. And yeah. if you go onto YouTube, there are videos mm-hmm. of the two of them. And it's it's just, yeah, it's genius. Because, of course, yeah. you know, a lot of the food they're eating, Ed can't eat. He may taste it. He may try it. But he's like, so James, <laughs> the videos of James eating <laughs> it him. and describing it to him. And I'm just rolling because it's just, it's comedy gold. <laughs> How nice. Um, he's a writer on Man Down, which is one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Amen. And yeah, fuck you if you don't agree with me. I don't care. Um, he recently got engaged to his long-term girlfriend, Charlie, which is very nice. And she's like the cutest thing she? ever. She, she looks like she just popped off the screen from an anime cartoon. Yeah, and, and she's Ed's just... over there trying to be metal with his, you know, with his, with his boy band face and his... Um... <laughs> And his tattoos. He's he's adding to his tattoos, like, but he still doesn't look like a metalhead, does he? No, he, he looks like a nice boy. He's a nice, <laughs> lovely boy with nice, clean teeth <laughs> and lovely hair and good skin and all that stuff. Um, my favourite line from Ed's Wikipedia page is, though, like, I don't know who's put it on there, but whoever you are, thanks. It's brilliant. Uh, and I'll read it to you in its entirety. I know, I know, you know I already what know what you're going to say. Because <laughs> I saw it before and I'm like, that's genius. Okay. Hopefully it's the same one. His downstairs maintenance was briefly mentioned in the Greg Davies Netflix special, You Magnificent Beast. <laughs> Imagine having that on you. I mean, he's done all this amazing stuff. Like him being on, um, right, like writing on Man Down and stuff, none of that stuff is on his Wikipedia page. But his downstairs maintenance being mentioned on Greg's special is. Well done, Ed. You've made it. <laughs> God bless whoever edited his Wikipedia page and put that on there because I saw that and I lost my shit. And I was laughing at it for a while there as well. Okay, that's the end of my extremely yeah, I boring mean, and detailed your, list your of bullet points. Your research on Ed basically matches mine. Liar. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, well, because what did I do? I went to, I went yeah, to yeah. a fucking Wikipedia page. 
I went. I went to his actual tour. I went to his page as well, and he is going on tour with Blizzard soon. And you can get tickets from his website, and we will put a link in the podcast notes. All right. So who's next? Uh, Joe Brand. Oh, that's me. That's okay, you. that's all you. I'm going to shut the fuck that's up. That's all me with minimal research. I'm basically looking at her Wikipedia page too. Yeah, I mean, Joe is great. I love her. She's older fat white lady so i she's like my kindred spirit <laughs> <laughs> she's 62 years old she's she from london she doesn't look i mean it. she's been on the scene for so long um but like she comes from her mother was a social worker which you see in i don't know if you've ever watched her show damned mm-hmm. yeah i have yeah um, it's hilarious and it all comes from that because yeah, she's really got good. that experience you know her, she herself was a psychiatric nurse and her husband's a psychiatric nurse really she was big in the alternative comedy scene for years and of course everybody thought she was a lesbian yeah she's she's clearly not because she because she's got the you know the the whole doc martin boots because she's got hair let's be honest it's because she's got short hair i had the same problem when i had short hair short hair and doc martens back in the day that was like the lesbian uniform but (laughs) but i mean she's been everywhere she's got her television credits are just huge i can, i'm not even going to read them all because we all know we've seen her on just about everything but herself she's written four novels two autobiographies and two non-fiction books Amazing. which none of which i have read because i wasn't aware of them until i started doing this little bit of research um and she also does a lot of charity work yeah um action aid she did uh, Gareth Malone's All Star Choir, which raised money for BBC's Children in Need. She did her in 2016. She did her own 150 mile walk across Britain wow. for sport relief, and they made a documentary out of it called Joe Brand's Hell of a Walk for Sport. I think relief. I remember seeing that. I've seen bits of that. Yeah. Um, she's the patron of the National Self Harm Network, International Animal Rescue. Prader Willie Syndrome Association, as well as London Nightline, and she's the president of the Ectopic Pre- Pregnancy Trust. I can't even talk. So she's very uh, politically active. She's a supporter of the Women's Equality Party. She, um, what the hell was I reading? Say, I'm losing my own place in my own freaking notes here. I don't know what the hell I wrote there. I can't <laughs> even read that. This is awful. Yeah. I know. It's cool. Just, just on you go. We're out of practice. I'm out of practice. So as I was saying, you know, her work as a psychiatric nurse. So they, um, she was awarded an honorary doctorate for that work from actually like two separate universities. And she received a journal of psychiatric and mental health nursing lifetime achievement award. Wow. So when did she start doing comedy then? She must've had like a, a long career in that beforehand. Yeah, she started doing comedy. Hold on, I do have this. <laughs> um, in the mid eighties, you know, she was big part of the London alternative comedy scene. Yeah, we're like Rick and Ed, and Rick and Ed. Sorry. And she was on the Saturday Live television show. Um, and but she's got such a sharp wit. That's mm-hmm. why I love her. Yeah, we all love Joe Brand. Yeah, and I'm I'm just jokes I'm rooting for. Her. I mean, I don't jokes. even know. I don't even know if she'll win. I don't know how she's done. But I mean, I'm even looking through her like her filmography, and she's been in so many things, and she's written tons of things. Um, oh, evidently she was a judge on that splash where they had that like celebrity diving. Oh, uh, I didn't watch that. 
I did not, no, they did they had a version of it here, and I did not watch it either. I know shit. she's a presenter for that um, extra slice they do for Bake Off. All it's right, like the yeah. after show kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that was my, there's my shitty research. You know, she's on. She's always on all the panel shows. Would I lie to you? Mm-hmm, definitely. She's been on everything. Everything. She's a legend, and I love her. Okay. <laughs> and that's all i've got and i love her <laughs> oh actually she was she was actually just in the news like a yeah. day or so ago all right I for we that you know things. well and it's funny because she made the comment let me let me read it because i want to make it i want to make sure i get i guess they were they were talking about the the whole milkshakes you know throwing milkshakes yeah. at political it was figures just she a said fucking joke yeah, I'm thinking, why bother with a milkshake when you can get some battery acid? Yeah, it's funny. I think that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it, is. it absolutely is. And of course, everyone she was had thinking to... it. Everyone was thinking it. Yeah. So you know, there's oh, she got to apologize, and the BB says it went too far. It's a fucking joke. Nobody, you know, she wasn't actually saying that anyone should take battery acid and throw it at anyone. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. In case anyone hasn't figured that out. But so that's Joe Brand. Okay, well you're up again with with, with Katie Wicks. I'm afraid. Oh, well I have even less on her because I mean she's um she's a Welsh girl. Mm-hmm. She's another younger one. She's not quite forty. She, I think she'll yeah she's almost thirty. She's thirty nine. There we go. She's just a baby. Um, I think most people probably know her from Not Going Out. She's fucking amazing in Not Going Out. She's, she's, she's great on that. Yep. Um, she's also on Agatha Raisin, which has another series coming out. Well, at least here in America. I don't know if it's already aired there, but um, she plays like her cleaner, who is absolutely hysterical. She's been on Miranda, Rush Hour. She's been on a ton of things. She's been on a lot of sketch comedy shows. Um, Al Murray's Multiple Personality Disorder. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't find a lot of info about her life. She was born in Cardiff, went to the University of Warwick, and the Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's single, married. I don't have a damn thing because I couldn't find anything. <laughs> I think she's going to be a big X factor on the show because a lot of the a lot of the other contestants. We've seen their personality come through on a lot of the panel shows and things like that. But really, we've only ever seen her on in acting roles. Yeah. So I I don't really know what her personality is like. She's, um, well, I'm just having a look now. And her Instagram page has got as a writer slash performer. And you can buy her books, if you like, from Audioboom. So she writes stuff too. She's also in, um, she was in Ghosts that was on, there was a sitcom that was just on not long ago with Lolly Adophobia. It was awesome. She's been on Horrible Histories, Outnumbered, yeah. she well, was on Ab Fab, Special. Yeah, Ghosts was made by the people that made Horrible Histories. Yeah, it's brilliant. I watched all the I haven't great. seen that one. No, you should watch it, it's brilliant. It's really good. She's into art and stuff, I think. She's quite arty. Uh, like a lot of her Instagram posts are pictures of sculptures and things like that and i read an interview with her um today i know i wasn't meant to be researching her but i was just reading interviews <laughs> and she said that she felt like she'd done better on the arty type of tasks than any of the others um i was going to put it at the end but i have got links to some interviews that i found for the from the new series and tara will put them up because i don't know how to do that 
Um, <laughs> and you can have a read of them. They're really good. There's one from like Greg and Alex. It's on Chortle. Uh, and Greg said, and I quote, there has never been a better series. So that's exciting. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another one that's get to know the contestants, which is kind of like what we're trying to do, but it's ours is more factual than theirs is more uh, conversational. So it's really good. Though. I read it today. It's It's good. So sorry, I interrupted. When you go, no, it's fine because I really didn't have much because I'm a lazy researcher. And she's so. she's definitely a dark horse. I mean, the other contestants have described her as a dark horse as well. Um, yeah, I think she's going to be one to watch. She's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I, I've enjoyed her and everything I've seen her in, but I just I don't know what to expect from her yeah. as far as how I think she's going to do in the test. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I like that they're mixing it up and not just having people that are you know stand up comedians and and other things getting actors and yeah, well they've always done that, haven't they? I mean, um, yeah, Richard Osman's not a comedian. Yeah, but he's he's more he's of a host yeah, and things like that so yeah. you know we see him on panel shows and things so we kind of have a sense of him a little bit more lovely little sean as well she wasn't there she's more of an that's actress. true that's true mm-hmm. all right okay. who's next is it rose now? rose okay rose, yeah i don't have as many bullet points for rose uh, but I think it's just because she hasn't been alive as long as most of the other people so there's not as much stuff mm-hmm. written about her so rose is 27 She's a comedian, actress, and presenter from New Zealand, uh, which everybody knows. She started stand up when she was fifteen, fifteen years old, and she won her wow. first she won her first award for a stand up when she was fifteen. Wow. Um, yeah, she's a writer and performer on a late night comedy sketch show in New Zealand. She's really famous for that. She's from Auckland. Um, her dad is Samoan, and her mum is Scottish Croatian. How mad is that? Um, she. Yeah, she won Best Newcomer at New Zealand's International Comedy Festival in 2010. Um, She's done four solo shows at the same festival that have all been uh, well-received, and she won another award in 2013 for one of of those shows. In 2015, I think it might have been the first time she came across and done the Edinburgh Fringe. She did a two-hander with a guy, another New Zealand comic called Guy Montgomery. Um, she also co-hosts a podcast which sounds really interesting just from the name I don't know what it's about but it's called Boners of the Heart uh, <laughs> she does that with Alice Sneddon so might be worth checking that out and then last year the friend she won best show for her show Horndog uh, mm-hmm. which, which we didn't see because <laughs> I think no, it was we sold did out yeah. uh, and this other one she used to date James Acaster oh yeah. interesting yeah so yeah, but I think again, I think Rose is going to be a good one. Like I say, I read her interview today, and she was um, she said she learned a lot about herself doing the tasks. <laughs> um, so it sounds like a good one. I mean, this the whole lineup's awesome. I think it's going to be brilliant. Which, well, obviously, yeah. I, I mean, I wait. say, oh, I'm excited about this series, but I'm excited about every series yeah. because it's Taskmaster, exactly, and it never disappoints. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll really be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Can't wait. And I have no idea what this little episode is going to shape up to be because it's just us yacking about Wikipedia. Um, yeah, but- <laughs> come on, come on. I read some interviews as well. It wasn't just Wikipedia. <laughs> I know. Well, for me, and, and it's I just looked Wikipedia. at Ed's website and saw that yes. his tour starts. His tour starts in September. It's mostly English dates he's got on there, but he's doing from September up until December at the minute. But he usually adds more dates on as as he goes. Because um, I mean, I saw his last one. Well, I can't remember what it's called now. 
the one before Blizzard. Shit, that's going to annoy me now. I'm going to be... I'll remember in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I saw that one at the Fringe and then I saw him when he came on tour as well. He came back to Edinburgh and did the stand and I went to see it again. Uh, it was that good. It was a fantastic fart joke in that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would just love for Ed or Greg or, you know, many of these comedians to come over here and, and do some touring. Some yeah. of them do. Like I saw Russell Howard yeah. not too long ago and... But that must have been good, though. Russell's not good. enough of them getting booked over here, and yeah. I can't yeah. afford the flights over, folks. So <laughs> you know, do me a solid. Well, they're all putting <laughs> the specials on Netflix now. You can watch it from home. I know, but you know that's not the I same. Not There's the nothing same. like the energy, yeah. uh, being in the room. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. So um, yeah, so it, I mean, it's Saturday now. This will probably I don't know when this is going to come up when Tara decides it's coming up. But um, yeah, it, hopefully, hopefully bef- by Tuesday before, or so. Yeah, but, uh, before I mean, it could be tomorrow. It might be tomorrow that the new series is starting, and we'll all be sick with excitement. It will be yes, it will be out before the first episode of the new series. That's half that's all eight. I can ever promise is half that I get the eight. new episode out before On theirs. Night. <laughs> half past eight on Wednesday night. No, um, <laughs> I shouldn't. I'm take five the, hours behind. You gotta work with me. Here. I shouldn't take the piss because Tara does all the edit, and I just turn up and make a noise. <laughs> I'm a bit like Greg in that respect. <laughs> like Tara's little Alex, she she does all the work, and I just turn up and talk shit. So um, yeah. All right. So we will. Yeah, we'll see you in a few days. Yeah. Keep it hold. <laughs> <laughs>